If you're in need of a property insurance partner to help your business remain resilient, FM Global is the perfect choice. We employ science, data, and research to help assist you in making informed risk mitigation decisions. We will collaborate with you to identify and reduce risks linked to natural disasters while providing solutions that promote a more sustainable future. Let's prepare to prosper. Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more, oh, sports, uh, yes we do, oh, sports, uh, it's for you, play and Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and I'm better at the touchscreen than my man Charles Barkley. (laughs) So give us a call. It's time to talk the madness. 718-664-9098. Like always, your emails. We want to get some of your final four picks. Send it to us. Ray and Tay today at gmail.com. Check out the website, rayandtaytoday.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, iTunes, and YouTube. We're all over the place. We'll hit a little bit of some NFL news, some big news, and the NBA, but we got to start with the brackets first. Ray, I don't know if you leaked it or what happened uh-huh. with the brackets, but it was the lowest ranking uh, selection Sunday show ever. I don't think Barkley and Kenny should be a part of it. I don't like the two-hour format. It's really just supposed to be half an hour, 6 to 6.30. Get in, get out, and give us the meat. Give us the information. And then you tune to ESPN for all the you know breakdowns. What were your thoughts? And then we'll get into the presentation, and then we'll get into how the committee did seating. What did you think about yesterday? So you know me, I have mixed thoughts about this whole tournament. The one thing they've done right is they've put it on four networks. So you can see every game. So you don't have to worry about not seeing a game that you're interested in. So that I thought was brilliant, and that was a long time coming, and I'm glad they were able to get TBS, TNT, and True TV on. By the way, you know the championship is on TBS this year. I do. The final four in the championship. A little, a little so, weird, a little too much for me, but that's okay. A little weird, but at least everybody gets a turn, right? Team, right? Yeah. At least you can see your team if you have to, and you don't have to go. You know, especially in the early rounds, you don't have to go to some you know bar if you don't want to to see your team. Now, the selection show two hours, like you said, too long. They stretch it out. I mean, do the selection and then stay on CBS. That's okay, you know, but you want to you want to have your cake and eat it too because they probably want to have 60 minutes, you know, all the viewership, oh, you know, yeah. lead into 60 yeah. minutes. <laughs> so you can't have your cake and eat it too. Bottom line is they should do the selection show where you select the teams. I agree with you 100%. And then do an analysis show after that. Don't try to mix and, mix and match. And you know how I feel about Barkley and Kenny. I think they're great for NBA but it kills me that the guys that follow college all year, so Clark Kellogg and Clark hangs with them a little bit, but Clark Kellogg and Seth Davis and Doug Gottlieb and, and Greg Anthony those, and all these those guys. Those are the only guys. 
Oh, listen, I wish we could get Greg back. Greg has been, you know, like Warren Sapp, excommunicated. So, you know, whatever. I mean, now the championship game is Nance, Grant Hill, and Bill Rafferty. Right. Man, man. The guys who the guys who call the games is fine, and also the guys who analyze the game. Barkley and Kenny, I mean, it's it's a uh, I don't know how it's it is for ratings, but it's ridiculous. I mean, they they zoom in for two three weeks and they try to double as both NBA and college guys stick to the NBA. You're great. You're Emmy award winners for your NBA coverage for uh, yeah. for for over what 10 15 years already. So don't don't try to don't try to do the college thing. Leave it to the college folks. I totally agree. I got to uh we'll start off we'll, look Ray and Tay we're going to give you our picks, we'll do our bracket, but we got to start off with the seeding. Now, when you have four conferences Big 10, Big 12, Pac-12, and ACC with seven teams. That's sort of top-heavy and a lot. But the question really is, how did they seed them? And then also, should the ACC and Pac-12 have even had seven teams? What are your thoughts about whether or not they deserve that? And then you got to look at the seeding compared to the AP rankings that came out today, which basically is you know totally different from the seeding. Like Oregon's five in AP. Meanwhile, they got Oregon as the number one seed. So there you go. Michigan was two. Tell me what you thought. So I don't like the outcome this year. Um, Look, at the end of the day, we're talking about on the margin, right? I I think for the most part, when you have a 68-team field, it's hard to really, really bang the table and say that, you know, Monmouth should have – been in and then it's a travesty that they're not you know that i think they should have been rewarded especially because they did exactly what you told them to do is go out of conference and try to schedule some big big time you know big fish they did they had a couple they were three and four against the top uh 100 right they had a couple bad losses they had a couple of you know losses to, to teams ranked at the 200s but at the end of the day you know, I have less of a problem with the teams that are in and out. I mean, I have some issue with them, but I just didn't right. like their their. I didn't like their seedings, and I don't know if it was because of obligations or the S curve or the pod system or. You didn't podcast. follow the S curve. It's about the pod system, and that I think gets a little annoying, and it doesn't add up, right? So Michigan State has a two seed, but if they play Virginia, it's in Chicago, so that's weird. Kansas in the South makes no sense they should be in the midwest do you know what i mean like so just like little things like that don't add up and then for example you're going to have kentucky a four seed against north carolina and that east region is stacked but kentucky and ap poll was ranked 10 they beat texas a&m in the championship texas a&m was a three seed kentucky's a four seed so did they not care about the championship in that aspect but then yeah, they but cared texas about and m wait a minute but texas a&m i mean that, that's a weird situation but Texas A&M played better all year. Kansas is, you know, I'm sorry, Kentucky for the last, you know, eight to ten games has played well. But A&M played well the whole year. And remember, A&M was a top five team a month ago, a month and a half ago. So, yeah, they beat them in the finals. Uh, it, was a, it was a good game, a close finals. But they're looking at the body of work. So I don't have that much of an well, issue but with a A&M as a three in Kentucky. Now. They're ranked 15th now in the final AP, and Kentucky's 10th. 
I mean, that's a whole line. And yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. No, I I agree. Oregon, Oregon should never have been ranked. What over about Purdue Michigan and Maryland? State. Let's be honest. Come on. We and talked that about that. Yeah, those five seeds. I thought the Big uh, Ten. They they basically stamped the Big Ten as the five seed conference. And Duke you know, gets got, four. How did wait? wait how does Duke get ranked ahead of Maryland and Purdue? Where right now Duke is nineteen, and they they lost to Notre, got spanked by Notre Dame. It's a great question. It's a great semis? question. I, I can't I can't justify uh, that. You're right. Duke is a Duke is a 19, which means if you go by the natural order of things, they're a five seed, and <laughs> they were given a four seed above Indiana, who should have been a four seed, and oh, yeah. Maryland, who's you know well maybe Maryland according to the numbers is a five seed, but Purdue, who's 12. I mean. Twelve. Purdue should be a three seed without question. I was about to say Purdue is the last three seed technically, and by the way, Purdue was a basket away from winning the Big Twelve champion, <laughs> the Big Ten Big championship. 10, Big 10, yes. And you're giving them a five? I mean, yeah, yeah I, I didn't that makes like it. No sense, right? And the funny thing is, the guy who headed up the committee was the AD from Oklahoma. So I don't know if that impacts the philosophy, the fact that the guy is coming from a big school, but you know maybe that talks to why, like you said, seven teams from those three conferences, from those three power six conferences. But I, I got to tell you, Calipari brought up a good point. He said, oh, look, every, every year is different. So some yeah, days criteria. it's BPI, some days it's RPI, some days it's it's what are your wins, some days it's what are your losses, some days it's what are your schedules. So, yeah, I think it's it's uncertain and and I don't like it. I think they should have more. They should try to be more like you know college. Well, they need to lock it age. down and yeah, let yeah, everybody yeah. knows know what it or is. Or at least or at least lock it down for five years. You know, say that we'll reevaluate. Maybe, you know, maybe we shouldn't be using RPI. Maybe we shouldn't be using whatever. But at least for five years, say, we're going to use this mechanism. Criteria, yeah. Exactly. These, these factors, this, these criteria to, to get the teams and to, and to rank the teams. Now, I know that there's some issues. Like people said, you know, well, why don't if, if Villanova – why don't you put Villanova in Philly? Well, there's two sides to that argument because if Villanova is the number two in Carolina's bracket, then you're giving them a huge advantage. And Carolina, who's the number one seed, you know, the the, the advantage should go to the one seed because they earned it right, theoretically. But they just turned right? around and but that's the comedy. They just turned around and did that to Michigan State, Virginia. I know. So they so because it's in Chicago. All right, so they didn't do it well. Michigan, I, look, Lansing oh, is not close. exactly Michigan, Chicago, right? Philly know, is, is but... Villanova is in Philly, basically the suburb of Philly, no, right? I know. But it's <laughs> but still pretty. I hear close. what you're saying. Inconsistency is probably the name of the game here. Now, where I don't. This? No, I was going to say I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear them kind of debrief, and 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 he was good. The, the, I listened to him, and and all of his arguments made sense. I just don't agree with with some of the big decisions that they made. Yeah, I thought it was very sloppy. Um, but, it, look, it's going to be – once the game starts, nobody cares. Last thing on, on this, the West um, – I think the West region with Oregon is kind of weak. But to me, how do you have Arizona as a sixth seed? They're ranked 17. Arizona was maybe the second-best team all year in the Pac-12. To me, they should be a five. You know what I mean? Like that's 
to me, that makes it very difficult when teams have to battle against somebody that they shouldn't face early. See, seeding does matter. We say it doesn't, but it does in terms of matchups. Like, so now Maryland, second round, they're playing Cal at a four seed. And, you know, and then after, if they win that, they got to play Kansas. I mean, you know, to me, Maryland should have been, you know, maybe a three, four seed. No, no, but, they're not yeah. not a three seed. They they weren't playing okay, well enough. I they, think it's a four. I think it's I think they're a four. But uh, listen, it is what it is. So let before we get to our bracket. Now you made a bold statement last show that your final four. You know, I went bold with my Celtics making the Eastern Conference Finals, but Ray went bold with saying his final four would be five seeds or lower. Five through sixteen. Are we going to stick to that, Ray? As this I'm bracket gonna stick gets to un- unsealed, I'm gonna as we unravel. Okay. I'm, well, I'm, I'll give I'm, you I'm, my I'm, brackets. I give you my brackets based on you know, not so bold. But I will. I will give you my four teams that, in an ideal world, the final four. My my four, five, you know, five and over seeds that'll make the that'll make the final four. I'll give it to you. All right, well, listen, let's get to it. Well, actually, you know, before we pick it, and this could be not somebody you pick, give me two real upsets, 10 seeds or higher that could go to the Sweet 16 and make some noise, just two. For our fans that are listening out there that want to, you know, pick something crazy to, to advance. God, there's I'll so many, do. but I tell you, I tell you who could do it. So I'll say Michigan. You know, Michigan if they win, they have to win a, a playing game, right? But right. let's say they beat Tulsa, they could take down Notre Dame. And, yeah, and the no coach defense. of West Virginia, he might be able to do some, you know, make some noise there. So that's a team to look out for. I also like they've got a lot of talent. And again, I'll give you another team that it might be difficult. The winner of that Van- Vanderbilt Wichita State, right? Uh, Wichita State's got that backcourt, Van Vliet and Baker. And Vanderbilt's got two kids that are probably going to be top 15, 20 NBA, uh, you know, draft on the draft board. So yeah. that team could surprise. You know, both playing games. You like to play in games. Yeah, they could both surprise Arizona. And then, you know what? Miami can be had, too. So, um, I'll go with those two teams. I'll go with the uh, hedging a little bit with the Vandy Wichita winner. But I think either of them can take Arizona. I, mean, I don't know if they will, but they could. I mean, they, they, for different different styles. But they could definitely uh, show up and, and make a run for the Sweet 16. Okay. Who I'm going to my two. I'm telling you right now, my man, A.J. English and Iona, they're going to knock out Iowa State. And my team that I've been beating beating the drum for all year, Purdue, could be in trouble. Iona is a team that I think could make it to the Sweet 16. So that's one. I think that they're really, you know, they're they're dangerous and not to be messed with. And um, you know, hey, they knocked out Mammoth basically by winning that, <laughs> winning their conference. And then the other one's a little bit more difficult. I look, I go back and forth. I like Stony Brook, but they, I, they can't do it playing Kentucky. So I had, you know, had to hold that back. Kentucky, oof, dangerous. 
Um, and I see you got Buffalo over Miami. That's that's an interesting one. I got one for you. Temple. I think Temple has a shot at ten. They're going to beat Iowa, and then I could be Temple in the old Big Five Philly Classic, right? I could see Temple going up against Jay Wright and upsetting Villanova to get to the Sweet 16. How would you like that? Nice. So just a couple of picks. And don't sleep on Hawaii. I just had to throw that out there. Hawaii is very good. Cal is going to have their hands filled uh, with Hawaii. So just a little right. something Especially for the Especially the youth. Yeah, Hawaii's got some experience. And Cal's so young. They're talented, but they're so young. You're saying a little key sweat. They might, they, they might be young, but they're not ready? <laughs> so let me, before we get into our picks, let me just give you some fun facts because Richard oh, yeah, Rothschild, friend to the show, yeah. writer for many, many years, from uh, most recently uh, Sports Illustrated, but he was in Chicago, I think at the Tribune writing. He sent us over some fun facts for the 2016 NCAA tournament. He said. First, it was a bunch of them, but let's let's call it down to ones that are, you know, super, super interesting. So he said, don't expect number one seed Oregon to make the final four. The last time the Ducks made the final four was 1939. So no good. (laughs) No good if you're going to put your money on Oregon. Um, And that was the first final four, right? 39 was the first final four. They won it. Yeah, the very first NCAA Hoops Final Four. That's right. Uh, Here's a crazy one, too. Yale is making it to the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1962. But there's a team in the Ivies that's gone longer than that. Dartmouth, the Big Green, they were called the Indians back in the days. They haven't been in the tournament since 1959. So... Manchester, New Hampshire, better get your game right. You know, we want to see Dartmouth in the tournament. Hey, Here's another one. You know, we talk about the number one seeds, right? And we talk about how this year top five and top ten teams went down. Well, this year's combined 23 losses by the four number one seeds is the, the highest ever, ever yeah. of teams, mm-hmm. of number one teams going into the tournament since they've ranked the teams. So that's pretty. that's pretty crazy. I like that. Listen, there's a ton of parity, and we we knew that, right? But when you really start to add up the numbers, you find it to be a very, very fascinating. That's a, that's a good one. Have you seen the Vegas odds, too? What's crazy about the Vegas odds is that, Vegas again, <laughs> Oregon is totally disrespected. And so, you know, again, I wish we had a committee member on the show and say, how did you rank Oregon so high? Yeah. I mean, look, they would have been fifth, right, or sixth, but let's say uh, I guess there's not that big a deal. Four plays five anyway. You know, the worst two seed, the worst one seed plays the best two seed in theory if you're doing a pure S curve. But yeah, the Vegas odds are, are, are pretty interesting. Well, uh, you know, Kentucky shot up there, and um, Jamal Murray's there's, on fire, right? Yeah, twenty-five a game. His last He's twelve. Been- yeah. Tyler Eulis, we talked about this off air. What a what a second half he's had and Later what a, the year, what a year. Yeah. But you know what's funny? Everybody looks for the five twelve, but you need to look for the eleven and six. Basically they've been at fifty percent the last few years. 
Last year, no 12s beat any fives. And I think that might be for the last two years. So, you know, don't get too caught up in the five twelves. Maybe look 11-6, maybe the 13-4s where you might get an upset. But let's get started. Let's start at the top of Kansas, and let's put it in. This is going to be, and we'll tweet it out. Join us. Have some fun with us. Ray and Tay today, Bracket Challenge. We do it on ESPN. Join our group. And um, so this pick will be in there, our picks, and Ray will, you know, enter his in. And you guys can compare with us on the show and see, uh, see who wins it all. Everybody gets excited. I get my whole family in it, and we get a bunch of friends. So it's fun every year. Kentucky against the P, the Austin P. I mean, Kansas, number one. I'm sure you have Kansas. Yeah. Colorado, UConn. all four number ones. Okay. Colorado, UConn. You know, I like the I like the UConn guards. I think that they played well in their conference tournament. They got that lucky what seventy five footer to go to overtime and then ended up winning. They ended up winning that game with the semis and then they ended up winning their conference. I like their experience. I think Kevin Ollie, you know, has these guys playing well. I like UConn. I'm going with UConn too. I think guard ready and you know what? The program itself and we talked about it last episode. They just know how to play the madness, you know, they're going to do it for Kemba, (laughs) you know? So listen, that should be fun. Maryland against South Dakota University. What do you think about South Dakota? Dakota State. Get your your Dakotas right, man. No, I got to put the state in there. I'm sorry. SDSU. Exactly. (laughs) I think Maryland's underachieving, (laughs) but I think they're going to put it together, you know, once you get out of Big Ten play, once you start getting beat down by Indiana, Michigan State, you're going to start to flex a little bit, and I think that San Diego State's going to have a, a bit of a beat down on the hands of I your I think third. that conference will make these teams tournament tough. My prediction is out of all the conferences, the Big Ten will have the best record. I'm going to put that on. Put, I'm going to put that out now, right? Because we, we, out of the seven, who would you say? It's Pac-12, ACC, Big 12, Big Ten, who will do the best between those four? I'm saying Big Ten. It might be the Big Ten just because of the depth. I mean, I like I like the Big Twelve at the top, so I like uh, Oklahoma and Kansas. But I think in terms of depth, I agree with you, Big Ten. Okay. Well, I have Maryland too. This is an interesting game, Cal against Hawaii. Where you going? So even though they're young. I think they're good. I think Jalen Brown, the two, the two big fellas, the the two young big fellas, they are what two or three need. NBA players. You yeah, know who their big guy is? Sean Rook's son. Remember Sean Rook's NBA of and Arizona course. player? Of course, yeah. Arizona product. Got it like that. So we both got Maryland Cal. So moving down, this is what I was talking about. Arizona. Oh, I don't like the seeding. What do you think about Arizona against um? Who they, oh, who are they playing? The winner of – who's Arizona by playing? Ta- by the time I get to Arizona, uh, Arizona's playing the winner oh, of Vandy and Wichita State. That's that yeah, playing game that I that I took. Ooh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm looking at this. You know this. what? I'm, I'm going for my first upset. I'm going for my first upset. I'm going to say either one is going to beat Arizona. But you know what? I'll say, oh, I really like Vandy, 
But I just like Wichita's backcourt and Van Vliet and Baker. They've been around forever. They're four-year starters, four-year seniors. <laughs> and I think they take care of Vandy and Arizona. Okay. Well, I got Arizona. Next game, you know, it's, it's Miami-Buffalo. I, I think at the end of the day, Miami, Lornega, he, he's a great coach. I like Miami. They got, some, you know, Rodriguez, a bunch of the big guys are tough. Miami's going to win that. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Who you got? Iowa Temple. It's a good game, and I think Temple is going to give Iowa a better game than people think, but I just think, like you said, coming out of the Big Ten, you get to flex your muscles by going out and playing these other teams, like these A-10 teams. So I just think Utah and the size of Utah is too much. His versatility, I like Utah in this game. You know, I want to. I thought Iowa all year was going to be, you know, they remember they were like top five for a minute. I, I think I think it ends. I think Temple. Really? Okay. I think Temple pulls the upset here, so I'm going with Temple, and then we both have Nova at two. So let's work yeah. our way back up. Let's finish the region up. Temple Nova. Well, so Temple you have t- Temple. Iowa. I have Iowa. So yeah. I, I think Villanova beats either team. I think they're they're still they're good enough. I don't know that they're going to make the final four, but they're good enough to make the Sweet Sixteen. I think they have guard play. They have some size. They have Jay Wright. They have experience. So I, I yeah. like uh, I like Villanova. Okay, Miami against either team, and I have Miami against Arizona. I'm taking Arizona. Where are you going? Uh, you know what? I think Wichita State will give Miami a run for the money. And you know what? I'll go with Wichita State. Why not? Start Ooh, taking some upsets. Sweet 16, sweet 16 like it, baby. I like it a lot. Maryland Cal? Watch, watch yourself. I'm listening. I know Boy. you are, Blair. I know Tigger you are. And, and Cal, has, and Cal has talent. And Fish, but they're you know all listening. Michigan, uh, Michigan. Maryland has more. So I like Maryland. I like Maryland as a top Final Four team beginning the season. Uh, mm-hmm. Suleiman and Tremble in the backcourt, I think, is the key. They and have Carter's that experience, the and they have and Carter is going to be a matchup problem. So I like Maryland. I like Maryland actually to go pretty deep. Okay, Kansas, UConn. You going with Kansas? Yeah, going with Kansas. I think UConn's run ends here. There's no Kemba Walker or Ryan Boatwright or Shabazz Napier on this team. So, Kansas. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, and I didn't say, of course, I've got Maryland. Yo, Terps. Maryland against Kansas. Where are you going? The Elite Eight. You know what? I'm going to say Maryland takes out Kansas. Everybody is giving Kansas the national championship. So much love. Anointing them. And I'm saying to myself, myself, not Bill's (laughs) self, but myself. (laughs) (laughs) Is Kansas really ready? So they've played consistently well this season, but I just worry a little bit about Who's going to put that team on their back? You're down one. You need a bucket. There's 57 seconds left. Who are you going to? Or Graham or Mason. You know, like none of them? 
I like them all. I don't love any of them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you know who who's your who's your Shabazz Napier, who is your Kemba Walker, who's your Grayson Allen from last year, who's yeah. that guy that gets you the bucket when you're down and you need it. I agree. Okay. I, I like Maryland. So, I just think that that they turn it around. Okay, I have Maryland over Kansas as well, and I think between Stone and Tremble. Getting healthier, but being disrespected. Suleiman having to leave Duke. He's been tournament ready. They can defend. Suleiman can shoot. Carter has been a tough matchup with Layman. We've got some, you know, late leadership, but you like the senior leadership from Layman and Suleiman. So I have Maryland over Kansas. Now down here, I have Villanova, Arizona. And for me, I'm going with Nova to beat Arizona to face my Tar Heels. For the, I'm sorry, for this, the the Elite Eight, that was the Sweet, sweet 16 matchup. Who do you have? Because you had, I think. The you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the um, I terps. had, yeah, I'm going Michigan, uh, with Wichita State, but I think that their run ends here. I think Villanova, even though mm. I don't love them this year, I do think that they have enough to, uh, to beat a Wichita State that will be very feisty. So I have right. them advancing. I feel like it is a little bit of a different Nova team. We've been disappointed by Nova the last, you know, whatever many years. What they made it to the Final Four was that oh nine or or ten? I forgot what year. They, it wasn't that long ago. They made it to the Final Four, but after that, they've had some horrible like kapunkers. So Maryland Nova, we both have that, which is funny because we haven't talked off air about this. Who? goes in from the south region maryland against nova to play in the final four i like maryland i think that oh it's killing me to say this to a maryland fan but i just think their depth all the reasons that i liked them in the beginning of the season now you could say that they were so inconsistent they had a terrible february and march and they really don't deserve to be in the final four but i still look at their talent and i still think that when the ball is in Mello Trimble's hands, I feel good. I feel like things happen. He doesn't have to even make the plays. He's a little bit like He's got to stop the Burke. turnovers, though. He I'll, does. I'll he turns he it over too much. Turnovers. He turns it over too much, and they had a couple of clunkers, but I still remember that North Carolina game where I uh, see their stealing game all as being very high. So I, I like – I like the fact that they have size when they need it. They have no perimeter fun. play when they need it, and they have mellow tremble, and you don't. <laughs> That's my guy. He's going to be like Trey Burke from from um, Michigan he, three years. He plays ago. himself into a late lottery, I think, honestly. Maybe 20th pick, first round NBA pick, though. I'm going with Maryland, too, Ray. They're in my final four. I think they got a little bit more than Nova, but I think they got the size over Nova and some size that can score. Let's go to the West region. Oregon's number one. We know they're going to advance over Holy Cross or Southern. I'll say they beat Southern. And uh, Oregon passes. Now, this is interesting, the 8-9 game. St. Joe's with one of the best 10 players in college. in uh, what's his name? Barry or, or whatever. He is ridiculous. And you know you love the coach against Cincinnati. This is like a game of two Dug it out, teams. Who you got, Cincinnati or St. Joe's? I like St. Joe's. I think Phil Martelli's got his boys ready. He's got talent. He's got a little it's bit of depth. Tough. He beats. They beat okay. Cincinnati. Okay, they don't have Delonte West, but they might have his play cousin. So I agree. Sure. I got St. Joe's as well. Baylor, 
Baylor against Yale. This is, uh, you know, listen, interesting matchup. I, I got to go with Baylor. I, I think Yale's going to be better than people think, but I got to go with Baylor. I hate the fact that Yale lost their senior guard, and with him it probably um, would have been a little bit more interesting. But, yeah, I think Baylor's yeah. too deep, too tough, yeah, he, too big. He's suing, he's suing, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. You know, charges of sexual assault, so, you know, hope we just hope the truth happens and comes out in, in whatever it, it favors. And then Duke, Ray, this is, this is a sneaky good Duke team. What do you think Duke does? against uh UNC, UNC Wilmington. I, I'm not Now listen, women, a lot of these Wilmington kids wish they went to Duke, so they're going to be ready to play. Don't think they won't. That's true and Duke just like they can shoot themselves into games, they can shoot themselves yeah. out of games. But, you know, if Kennard, Grayson <laughs> Allen and Brandon Ingram are playing, Duke is one of the most devastating offensive teams in the nation. So you either have to outscore them or you have to force them to shoot from the outside and hope that they don't make many of them. And Plumlee um, with the double-doubles, he's been on a yeah, roll. Yeah, and Plumlee's holding it down. Remember, he's a senior, and, you know, all his two brothers are going to be in his ear trying to get him to, to win a national championship like they did. So you I got, like to do the last Plumlee, the final Plumlee. <laughs> Until they have credit. Kids. He's going to the military. He's going to serve the country, and then and after that, try to see if he can go to the NBA. So we wish him well. I have Duke as well. Let's keep it moving. Texas against UNI. And we know about UNI. They took care of our Tar Heels this year. No Marcus Page, but Northern Iowa took care of us. Who you got in this game? And I think they're going to take care of Texas. Shaka Smart. Be ready. You're not ready? You just said Isaiah Taylor, my play cousin. Be ready. Shaka's good in the tournament. You better better watch that. Okay. I'm going with Texas. Shaka's good in the tournament playoffs. I'm telling you now it's in it's in Oklahoma City so Texas is closer than Northern Iowa but I, I still like this Northern Iowa team they're gritty they have some guards that can play I think that's another upset that's right that six eleven upset right so yep. Texas A and M against Green Bay who you got unless Aaron Rodgers comes out and plays in this game <laughs> I'm taking Texas A and M. They won the SEC, which was down a little bit this year, but they were as high as a top five seed, uh, top five team for a reason. They've got well, talent. Well, they got House, Jones, and Davis, and I think it's just too much. They're, they're, too, they're much. Really too much. Too much posse. This is a good one. Gary Payton, the second Oregon State against VCU. The Rams. If the, you got? if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. And I think that VCU, by the way, it's the 20th anniversary, um, uh, VCU comes yes. and upsets Oregon State. So I like that 10 seed right there. Seven, yeah, I got VCU as well, Ray. And then Oklahoma, I'm sure we both got Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. Cal, Santa Barbara, you know, S.B. Davis. Um, let's, let's work it back up. Oklahoma, VCU, this is a good game. Yeah, I think VCU gives them a run for the money, but ultimately I think Oklahoma has the best player in the country in Buddy Heald and the most dynamic offensive player. They just need to get him the ball, and I think they win. I agree. Texas A&M against Northern Iowa, and I have it against Texas. I'll say real quick, for me, A&M against Texas, this is an old-school rivalry. 
from the big, the SWAC days and the, you know, all that stuff. But I'm going with Texas A&M to meet up with Oklahoma. What do you got? Yeah, I believe Texas A&M's a good team. And if they're playing right, they, they're one of those teams that could win it all. Okay. I, I'm not mad at that. Baylor-Duke, great matchup. Really fascinating. What do you got? You know what? I'm going to go with an upset here. I'm going to say Baylor. I think yeah. Baylor's going to have too much size inside. They're going to defend. They're great rebounding. Yep. And so Duke's going to miss a lot, and Baylor's going to rebound a lot. So I like this Baylor team. I think that Big 12 did them right in terms of preparing them for the tournament. Duke's been up and down all year, and I think ultimately this is where Emil Jefferson leaves it leaves Plumlee by himself, essentially, inside. I don't think Brandon Ingram. Right, not ready having to Yeah. 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 Um, I agree. I have Baylor uh, going up against Oregon. I think Oregon takes care of St. Joe's. Do you have the same there? Yeah. Okay, so Oregon we got, we got um, or, now we're going back down. Oregon against Baylor. Woo! So you know what? Like I had Maryland as a five seed beating a number one seed, I have Baylor taking out oh. Oregon. I think Oregon is not a one seed. They're probably a two seed. But I think this Baylor team, they have depth, they have size, they have guards, and you know what? They're playing. They have fluorescent jerseys. And they have some jerseys that might get them, you know, late in the possession, you might get blinded by the jersey. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going Love. with Baylor. Another I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you, going to the grade eight. Listen, I'm going with Dana Dana Dane and his boys, the Oregon Ducks. Where I don't like the Pac-12. By the way, Oregon has some uniforms too now. Oh, this is that's all uniform game. That's what exactly. We we'll hashtag that when it happens, um, if it happens. I'm gonna go with Oregon there because, to me, I just think they're they're very very talented. When you see them, I don't remember what they beat Utah by thirty or forty in that Pac-12 championship, and Utah's a pretty solid team. To me, Oregon has been really the, the class of the, the Pac-12 all season. I think they're way better than everybody in that uh, conference. And I think at the end of the day, they will be able to hand their, handle Baylor's size. And I like Oregon's guard play. So on the bottom, A&M against Oklahoma. This is really yeah. a coin flip. I think if they played 10 times, each team would win five. five. But I'm going to say – that Lon Kruger and his Oklahoma Sooners are going to win. Like I said before, they have the most explosive offensive player in the nation and healed. But I think these other role players, I saw I think Cousins and Spangler and Woodward, I think they all contribute and they're all older and more mature and they've played in this tournament and they've played in that brutal Big 12. Um, I just don't think the SEC has really – prepared A&M for a battle that they're going to get into. So I like That's Oklahoma. a great point. That's a great point. I agree. I have Oklahoma, and I have Oklahoma against Oregon, Ray. You have Oklahoma against Baylor. I yep. am picking the Sooners to beat the number one seed, and Oklahoma is in the final four for Tay. So, so far I have Maryland, Oklahoma. Who you got in this game? I agree. I think Baylor is, is – is great and overachieving as a number five seed, but I don't know that they'll make the final four. So I do have Oklahoma again because of the inside outside play and the go-to guy. 
I like Oklahoma wow. Final Four, baby. I like that. Halfway done. We both have Maryland and Oklahoma. That's crazy. Let's speed it up. We'll take it to the East, North Carolina. Definitely. This game, USC Providence. Nice eight nine matchup. I think it's 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 Bentley and it's and um and done is too much. I got Providence. Too much North scoring, Carolina. too much leadership, Providence. Okay, does Indiana beat um Chattanooga. Yeah, I got IU. They're going to shoot their way deep into the tournament. And Kentucky over Stony Brook. And congratulations to Stony Brook, a SUNY school, baby. Their first time in the tournament. My boy Mark Hansen went to Stony Brook. I know a lot of Stony Brook cats on the island. Congratulations. That's great. First time, yeah. They went Division That's- One only like 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, so it's been good, amazing. Good for them. them but but really- they run into Kentucky, so... Unfortunately, yeah. so we both have Indiana, Kentucky. Yep. And we'll, keep, we'll go. We'll go down. Uh, no, Notre Dame against the play-in team, Michigan or Tulsa. Who do you think will that be? Michigan. I'm taking I'm Michigan. Say Michigan. Tulsa. Yeah, I'm gonna say Michigan takes beats Tulsa and Michigan beats Notre Dame. Ooh. I think Notre Dame. Yep, yeah, is ripe for an upset. What about, what about Zach August, the 2020 man, and Demetrius Jackson? They have some August veterans. August and Jackson are legit. But okay. I have a feeling that Michigan is going to find them. Now, if this Michigan team had Karis Levert, it would be a top Michigan without Levert. Four if you don't five, have Levert, you don't have a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not harmonizing. But no. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that if you only have to contain Jackson in August, that Michigan State's going to spread you out wide, and they're going to shoot their way. To that first like round Walton. upset, Walton will get busy. Okay. Okay, I have uh, I have Notre Dame now. West West Virginia against a team that's like the mini me version of them. They kind of press Stephen at Boston, but I'm gonna go with West Virginia. Yeah, go with the bigger, batter athletes. So yeah, I like West Virginia. Your boy Huggins is uh, he's a great coach. Wisconsin Pitt. I gotta tell you, Pitt is in because they could beat Syracuse, but Pitt Pitt has not been a great ACC team. This is where I think the ACC got too many teams. I wouldn't have Pitt in this tournament. I'm not impressed with them. I'm going to take Wisconsin. You know what? I think Wisconsin is up and down this year. I think Pitt, um, also two teams that are kind of achieving, but I like Pitt. I like Pitt a little bit more in this game. That's a tough game to watch. (laughs) And then Xavier, we we both got Xavier. I'll take care of the the Weber boys, Weber State. So swinging back up, Wisconsin, Xavier for me. I'm going to go Xavier. Pitt Xavier for you. Where are you going? I'll go Xavier, yeah, for sure. West Virginia, were, Michigan? I'll say West Virginia. That that press is just too much. Uh, they've got Virginia. too much posse. I West Virginia over Williams is too much, and so is Huggins over Notre Dame. Still swinging back up. Oof, Indiana, Kentucky. I don't even want to predict this game. Are you kidding me? This is great. Who you got? It is great, and I think that this matchup of Tyler Eulis and Yogi Farrell is going to be great. Oh, two little DVR, guys. Two, that's one to keep. Yeah, that that's going to be a nice little. It's it's a, a pit. I don't know how well these guys will do in the pros, if at all. But I know that as college players, you don't get I'm much be better than this. Point guard. I think they you don't get much better than this. I think they both be backup point guards. I think ultimately the way to beat Kentucky is to take advantage of their front court, and Indiana doesn't have the front court to do that. So, yeah. having said that, Murray and Eulis, I'm I'm going with I'm rolling with Rush with those guys. So I'm going mm-hmm. with Kentucky. 
I'm rolling with the Blue Bloods, too. Kentucky wins. And then, of course, going up to the top, North Carolina over Providence. Providence will give them a scare. Um, and they'll wind up winning with that. nine at the end. But Providence will play them tough. So let's swing back down. North Carolina against Kentucky. You don't get any bluer than this. Uh-huh. Blue versus blue. <laughs> what do you got? Ashley Judd for Kentucky. You know, Tucky's weakness in the front court, I think at some point, is going to hurt them. And even though Lee has experience, but they're not getting much from the touted freshman, Labassier, and Labassier, and Scout. But Carolina, if there's one year where all these McDonald's All-Americans have to show up and really show why – they were the preseason number one team. I think this is it. This is the this is the year, and this is the game. So I yeah. think that um, you know between Barry and Page in the backcourt, and then just everybody in the frontcourt, Hicks uh, and Meeks and Johnson and Jackson, Johnson and Jackson. Too much, too much. Yeah. I, I think uh, much North Carolina, too much posse. Yeah. I have North Carolina as well. I love the Tar Heels. I'm gotta see Obama do his bracket. He he likes to roll with the heels. So we'll see him and Andy Katz if they do it this year again. I'm sure ESM will have that. I'm sure he'll go with uh, North Carolina. That'd be fascinating to see, like always. So I I have uh, North Carolina two uh, beating Kentucky. Then down here. Oh, what's the other game? Oh, I'm sorry. So we had North Carolina against Kentucky. Right. Now you have that Notre Dame bracket. You have the uh, West Virginia. Notre Notre Dame, West Virginia. Yeah. So we both had West Virginia. Now you're going to have West Virginia against Xavier, right? Yes. Yeah, we both picked. Okay. So West Virginia, Xavier. Gosh, Ray, this is a coin toss. Chris Mack could be. If Buddy Heald is player of the year, to me, coach of the year would be Chris Mack. I mean, they should have been a one seed potentially if they would have won the Big East. The job that he's done with his Xavier team that kind of hit us early on, came out of nowhere, they've been pretty consistent all year. And I want to pick them. For some reason, I'm just going with West Virginia because how health of skelter they are. And their guys have been there. And Huggins, I think they're finally ready to get to an Elite Eight. So I'm going West Virginia. I guess not to face North Carolina. I'm going to go with Xavier. I'm going to think that they're tougher than Xavier teams in the past. David West, you know, is rooting for his Xavier Musketeers. Uh, I just think that West Virginia, by the time Xavier sees them, they will have had, you know, a couple of days to prepare for them. Uh, it's one of those – yeah. If you don't if you don't know how to how to beat the press, you you're going to be in trouble, but I think that they'll see West Virginia coming and uh, and they'll be able to prepare for them. So I like Xavier. I think the Minutemen take care of business. Okay. I'm not I'm not mad at you. I definitely have uh, got that going on in another bracket, but I, I figure for this one I'll stick with West Virginia. I've liked them all year and talked about them on past episodes of the show. So North Carolina West Virginia Ray to come out of the East to the Final 4. Who you got? I got UNC. I think that again, the the size, the depth, the talent, the senior and the junior in the backcourt. I like. You're Carolina. telling me size size does matter. <laughs> size does matter when you have a go-to guy in Bryce Johnson and you have a senior point guard in Page and a junior in Barry who can take care of business. 
Let's go to potentially the weakest and final bracket, the Midwest. We got UVA. They'll take care of their business against Hampton. You like the Virginia rival. If ever number one would go down, it would be the passion behind this. But I don't think Hampton's got the dogs for it. So UVA. Now our man who's tied a record, Tubbs, Texas Tech in the tournament. Five different teams. Very impressive. Good job for him against Butler. Ooh, this is a battle. I'm going back and forth. I'm going to go with Texas Tech just because I like the way they, they, they got it together at the end of the season in the Big 12. I think they'll be ready for Butler. You know what? I think Butler wins this game. I think that um, they've got – I mean, look, Texas Tech probably had the better better opponents, you know, opponent schedule and the strength of yeah. schedule, but I have a, I have a feeling that they're going to – they're going to fall. This, this is a coin flip. Any 8-9 is a coin flip. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. So I'm going to take the – you're taking heads, I'm taking tails. I got Butler. Right. Uh, I'm sure we both have Purdue unless you're going to go for the Arkansas nope. Little Rock shocker. I'll take the size. I do think they'll be very competitive the first half, though. That team's got some talent, but Purdue, yes. Here's where it gets funny. Iowa State, Iona. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, Tate upset special. The Iona Gales, baby. They get the W and they will face Purdue. What do you got? No, I agree. Iona, Iona, Iona. I like them in this game. I like the matchup. <laughs> Iowa State can score. They can't really defend. They got your boy George Niang. He's nice, <laughs> but ultimately, I think you're gonna have to play defense against this Iona Gales team. And I, I, I agree. They, make they definitely make buckets. Um, okay, this is a big game. Seton Hall, Gonzaga, Ray. Oh, my goodness. I've been going back and forth on this one. But at the end of the day, I got to go with the Hall. I think Isaiah Whiteside is an NBA point guard, great player. Seton Hall's tough. I think, I think they're going to win. I like their guards. I like their whole roster. They're very good. And this players. is a uh, – a down Gonzaga team, although you figure Wilcher and uh, Sabonis' problem. kid might be NBA players. That's the guard. That's the problem. I just think the it's guard, right. Time. This tournament is all about guard play. Guards control the tempo. Guards dictate, you know, typically dictate the outcome of the game. So if you can defend and, and your guards are tough, I like that. So I like Seton Hall. Okay, Utah Fresno State, I'll say upset alert. I might pick it in our boy Dave's bracket to get the Fresno State, but I'm going with Utah here. But just be careful. Fresno State is nobody scrubs, but I got Utah winning. I like the kid from Utah with the size. Uh, I think they actually take care of business pretty easily. Dayton against Syracuse. Everybody's been picking Syracuse, but I'm sticking with Dayton because they are legit. This is a team that could, you know, shock the world and beat Michigan State. Who knows? But Arthur Miller – Sean Miller's brother, he's tournament ready. Behan, I know that zone, but uh, Syracuse, I don't, I can't believe in them. They've been so inconsistent. So I'm going with Dayton. You know what? I, I'll take Syracuse. Syracuse is a bad matchup for teams. They have size, they have length, they have that matchup zone. They're awkward. Um, so I'm, I'll take Syracuse. That's fair. Let's swing it back up. Uh, Michigan State. No, I got them no inside play though from Syracuse. That's why I can't see them going far though. Okay, so Michigan you got Michigan State wins. Here yeah, well. pretty easy. Okay, uh, Utah Seton Hall. What do you got? I'm going with Seton Hall. 
I like this team. I think that because of the, the, the toughness and the depth of their roster, their guards, I like them to be a little bit better than Utah in the second round, go to the Sweet 16. Uh, I have to agree. I got Seen Hall, too. I think uh, I think they're ready. I think they're ready. So then we swing up Iona against Purdue. Even though I like guards, I think that the size of Purdue here is too much, yeah. and I don't know that Iona can deal with that. And in that small conference, they haven't seen size like that. So I'm going to go with Purdue here. Okay, and then UVA over Texas Tech or uh, Butler. I got UVA, too. Yeah, we both, UVA. All right, swing it down. UVA, Purdue. I'm going to say UVA. I think that they have Malcolm Brogdon, who's one of the top four or five players in the country. They defend. They make tough shots. They're a tough matchup. And I think they're able to control the tempo and therefore take some of the Purdue big men strength out of the game. I agree. Michigan State over Seton Hall. I think Valentine, Forbes, Costello, it's just going to be too much for the Hall. It'll be fun for the first half, but um, I got Michigan State swinging up. You to know Valentine. what? I'm going to go with Seton Hall on an upset. I'm going to say the Hall takes down Michigan State. We what? got a number six seed, baby. I Michigan love it, baby. State. Everybody's it. written them into the finals. Everybody says they're going to win. Denzel Valentine is talking about player of the year, and you know what? He deserves it. He's been a great buddy. Buddy might make it, but I think Seton Hall's got something for them. They're going to sneak up and bite him. I'm telling you, these kids on Seton Hall are tough, man. Seton Hall is, okay. is your sneaky good team. Wow, you, you, you surprised me with that. So... UVA Michigan State for me. I have Michigan State. UVA Seton Hall for you. Who's going I'm gonna to your say, Exactly. I'm going to say that Seton Hall did UVA a huge favor because they wouldn't have beaten Michigan State, but I think they do beat Seton Hall. I think that uh, it's a better matchup for them. Again, controlling the tempo, having the best player on the court. I like UVA. Okay, for the final four, we both have Maryland, Oklahoma, and we both have North Carolina. I have them against Michigan State, and you have them against UVA. Who will be in the championship game, Ray? So I'll start with the North Kakalaka and Virginia. I think they played in the ACC finals, and I think that's indicative of what the game would be like. Um Virginia is a good team. I just think Carolina's a bad matchup for them. I like Carolina in this game. So I like Carolina on the right side of the bracket. Who you got? I have Carolina beating Michigan State in a slugfest. I think what we're finally going to get is the game of his life for Paige to get his team to the championship. I know what Kennedy Meeks and Hicks will do off the bench. Isaiah Hicks is just, he's going to be too much for Costello on them. And I, I got North Carolina edging them out by like four or five points. All right, who you got in the other side? Now, I know you're conflicted. It's a lot of red on the court, red and white okay. against red and yellow. I love Oklahoma. Buddy Hill is, is from the Bahamas. Shout out to my grandfather's from the Bahamas. Nassau boys, you know, they like to play some ball, Bahamian style, you understand? But I think at the end of the day, man, I have to go with the rematch. 
from earlier this season. I was going crazy in my house, watching with my oldest son, torn because my favorite school battled my alma mater. And I think Maryland gets to the finals. They do enough to outscore Oklahoma and to slow down Cousins and Heels. Maryland will face North Carolina for the national championship. See, and I'll take the other side of that. I think Oklahoma, who was a top five team all year, slipped up a little bit. But, again, I think that their strength, their depth, their go-to guy, you know, to me, Spangler's going to have to play big. He's going to have to dominate on the boards. He's going to give them 12 to 15 points. But I think ultimately they have the guy, Buddy Heal, that's going to put him on, the, on their back and go to the finals against Carolina. Ulamon's going to be all over him, him and Carter. They're going to be like, what, what, where, where you at, where you at? Okay, the championship, I have North Carolina, Maryland. You have North Carolina, Oklahoma. I'm going to take it first, Ray. Wow. My, my first love against, like, my second or third love. I got to go with my first love. Ain't nobody finer than North Carolina. 79-75, the Tar Heels cut down the nets. Roy Williams, like the sheriff, Peyton Manning, goes off into retirement and potential sanctions. He leaves North Carolina a champion. Hicks, Page, Johnson, Meeks, Barry, Jackson, Jackson. the boy, get it oh. done. North Carolina wins. Too much posse. So for all those reasons, I agree. I think that um, Buddy Hill may be the best player on the court, but the next five players are probably Carolina players, right? I mean, I like Isaiah Cousins, but these other guys, between their experience and when they play up to their potential and their size. So I think that Woodard and Spangler and, and Cousins and Hill, they're all good, but but I just think the list keeps going for Carolina. Carolina goes seven, eight, nine deep with McDonald's All-Americans. And like you said, I think Roy wants to win one because either between his health, you know, he keeps getting dizzy on the sidelines, between his health and maybe sanctions or whatever, I think he's like, look, get me my third and, and I'll get out of here. Or, or somehow, you know, I, this is my best chance. So I like Carolina to cut down the nets in Houston, baby. We both got Carolina. I have them over Maryland. Tay, Ray has them over Oklahoma. It is going to be fun. Real quick, some great NBA games tonight, some NFL news. Let's talk about the NFL real quick. My boy Martavius Bryant suspended for a year for the Steelers. Hopefully Sammy Coates can fill in. Maybe they draft another guy. Yikes. Eric Weddle signs with the Ravens. And the NFL admits. Ray finally admits, officially admits, that CTE is uh, or can be caused by football. What do you think about that? Have they released a statement? What did it take? It took a movie. It took a few dead, uh, you know, players. A, a, governor, some, a governor. Some medical research. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, it's good. Thank I mean, you. it's a progress, I suppose. Uh, Ray, listen, if that's progress, Woof, boy, we need, we, we need some serious help if that's progress. Um, you know, do you like Eric Weddle real quick to the Ravens? Decent I money do. The first I think year? 
Nine million. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of money in the first year. So it looks like it's a one-year deal, maybe a two-year deal. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that he can add something. He might be on the downside of his career, though. So um, they should be careful. But they structured it smartly for them. Uh, also, B.J. Raji, did you see this? To take yeah. a year a hiatus. off football. A hiatus. Yeah, 29, taking a year off. No signings yet with Kaepernick, Fitzpatrick, or RG3. I think they just want to pay these guys peanuts, and these guys are trying to get more money. You know, so that's interesting. This weekend, Ray, wow, we had some great. So the Spurs took care of OKC. The Cavs smacked up the, the, the Clippers. Um, the Hornets are like the hottest team since, you know, pork fried rice. What's going on in the NBA? The Cavs okay, and what's wrong with the Clippers? The Cavs are okay. I think the Cavs are more than okay, right? If they beat Utah tonight, they will have won, what, seven out of eight? Yeah, they're, um, they're fine. They're just yeah. they're just rolling. They're rolling like rush. Uh, your Charlotte team lost at home to Dallas tonight by 11. But you know what? They're they're overachieving. I mean, they're five seed in the East, so good for them. Um, in the West, I think OKC has a problem. I think that they're always going to be a little bit short this year. I, I don't know. Maybe it's Billy Donovan. Maybe it's the, the rotation. First game did not look good to me. Uh, I don't know what's going on with them. They can't. They can't beat the elite teams. I know. That's a problem because, you know, you're going to face elite teams, you know, in round one in the playoffs. So it's not like you face elite teams only in the Western Conference Finals. You're facing four elite teams if you want to win a championship if you're OKC. So a little bit worried. I'm very worried about OKC. Um, in terms of the Clippers, yeah, they got beat down at home. They, and, and, you they're know, just tired. I think they need Blake. It's time. He's not ready yet, but, you know, look, they've done well without him, so I can't kill him with that loss. I just think it's time. They need Blake. They're, they're exhausted. They need Fair. their best player. Fair. You can't, you can't judge a team without their best player. So, Blake, come back quickly, get healed up, and let's, let's see these Clippers make a run in the, in the playoffs. Yeah, no, basically that's it. And then uh, tonight what they're, they're going for 60-6, and six, the Warriors. You, you can't you can't beat that. They'd be the fastest team to 60 ever. And, um, you know, kudos to Steph, his 28th birthday. So, wow. Well, what can you say, Ray? The, the, the oyster, the world is his oyster, and the world is in the palm of that kid's hands. And yeah, it's listen, nice to be young, talented, and a champion. Yeah, listen, great show. We will be back Saturday early, maybe 11, 11.30 Eastern. Um, to get you ready for the round of 32. So enjoy the games Thursday and Friday. We'll review what happened and then go forward, look at our picks, join our bracket. The group is Ray and Tay today. Sports radio, you know, pick your teams, join us, have fun at the ESPN, uh, you know, bracket challenge. And um, hey, We'll talk to you Saturday. It's fun. We both got the Tar Heels. Surprise, surprise. Ray and Ted.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.